I often wonder what country in the world is growing the fastest. And then it hit me. It's Ireland. Every day there, it's Dublin. Dublin, Ireland. Get it? Welcome to the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. I'm Pastor Colt. We continue to work our way through the Gospel of Mark. We are in Mark chapter 6. Today we find ourselves in the last few verses. Verses 53 through 56. Now, let me just read those verses to you. When they had crossed over the Sea of Galilee, they came to a land, Gennesaret, and moored to the shore. And when they got out of the boat, the people immediately recognized him and ran about the whole region and began to bring the sick people on their beds to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he came in villages, cities, or countryside, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and implored him that they might touch even the fringe of his garment, and as many as touched it were made well. The, the first thing I, I want you to notice about this, right from the onset, and we'll come back to this in a couple of minutes, but it's the, the main point here seems to be not the teaching of Jesus, but the healing. A lot of times we read about how Jesus was teaching and also healing in the places he went, but here there's no reference to the teaching of Jesus. Just how people gathered so that he would heal them. I just wanted from right here at the beginning to, to point that out. You know, it would be foolish to think that Jesus wasn't teaching, but Mark doesn't tell us that. And I have a theory to why that is, and I'll get to that in a minute. So, we learn that they crossed over to this place, Gennesaret. I'm not exactly sure how you, how you say that, but that's... Uh, but it, but it, this is... Um, this is an area, it's about three miles long, a mile wide, on the west shore of the Sea of Galilee between uh, Capernaum and Tiberias. If you want to locate that on a map, uh, there's one on the, the website, dailydevosforkids.com. So this place, it's, it's a town, it's a region, it was a very fertile plain, there's a lot of people living there, it's densely populated. So Jesus and the disciples get there. They anchor the boat. From the moment they step out of the boat onto the shore, the people start to recognize Jesus. Now, I'm sure it was because of the news of all of the healings he did. The, the, certainly the feeding of the 5,000, which was more like 20,000, got around. And the word started to spread like wildfire that Jesus was in the area. So what happened is that the people that were in need of healing would make their way, one way or another, to the, the marketplaces in the villages. It's important that these people would go to the marketplaces. This was the, the, they were from uh, outside places, uh, where uh, this, this was places where people would uh, gather together. They would all come to where all these places were people together, and they would uh, know that this is the place where Jesus was going to, to come by them, so they would go there and they would wait for Jesus to come by. And when he came by, uh, we are told that the people implored him. They, they asked him, uh, would, could we just touch your clothing in order to be healed? And then uh, the last words here, and many touched it and were made well. Now the last words there of chapter 6 are very interesting. Many touched it and were made well. The, the word there that can be translated made well can also be translated healed which makes sense, they were made well or healed, or it can be translated saved, which 
takes a little bit of a, a different dimension there, right? Saved as far as their physical infirmity. But when we think of saved, we think of spiritual salvation too. So it isn't, Mark isn't saying that they were spiritually saved because Jesus healed them or because they touched the hem of his clothes. But I think he's making a, a point here, and, and I think we're going to see that. You know, I, I wonder if Mark doesn't mention the teaching that Jesus was doing here because he's telling us something about the people and also something about ourselves, too. Was the, the primary concern of the people uh, their spiritual well-being or was it their physical need? Now, in the Gospel of John, in chapter 6, verse 26, talking about this the same time, I believe, Jesus rebukes the people and says, You are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill on the loaves. I, I think this is Mark's point here as well. Remember, a sign or a miracle is something that Jesus would do to point to a great spiritual reality. Jesus feeding the, the multitudes then was a, a sign, right? It, it pointed to something even bigger, and that is that Jesus was actually the bread of life. The, uh, spiritually speaking, Jesus is the only true one that can satisfy the human soul. He's the, the true spiritual nourishment that we need. But Jesus is saying here, you're not seeking me for these things, but only for what I can do for you. Don't we see the same thing here, right? When Jesus gets off the boat, the people recognize him for what he can do, for what he can give them, that he can heal them of their physical infirmity. Not that he is the one that can provide spiritual life. They're bringing the people who are physically sick to him, not the people who are spiritually sick in need of eternal life. These people were worried about uh, their temporal situation, not their eternal one. So the question is, is what about you? Why do you follow Jesus? You know, seriously, take a hard look. Is it something that you can get from him? Perhaps you're following Jesus because it's making others happy. Perhaps you're not even sure why you follow Jesus. My friend, know this, that Jesus came that you might have life and that you might have life in his name. Our lives exist to point to him as the savior of the world. He can save you if you would place your faith, if you would believe in him. And then, when we believe in him, we proclaim that. Those that touched his clothing were saved physically. But what about their spiritual well-being? I don't know about you, but I want others to know that Jesus can save people from the biggest problem that they have. A problem that concerns all of eternity. And that is that sin separates them from God. And that Jesus Christ is the only remedy to that problem. My friend, if you do not believe that Jesus died to pay the price for your sin, that you might live for all of eternity with him, today is the day to give your life to Jesus. To trust him. To turn from your sin. To turn to him, believing that he paid the price that you deserve to pay for your sin. And he saved you by dying for you. Would you believe that today? If you do, if you believe that, just pray. Just go to him and in your own words, tell him that, that you know that you're a sinner, that you're sorry for your sin, that you believe and that you trust him and, and that you want to, to give your life to him today, that you, that you believe that when he died, he took your place on the cross. Ask him to save you. Join us next time 
for more of the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. My name is Colt Robinson. I'm the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelMBChurch.org. You can find this podcast on the web at DailyDevosForKids.com or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you have a question or a comment, uh, a joke idea, don't hesitate to have an adult help you reach out to me on the website or use the message feature in the episode description. Adults, if you like the podcast, share it on social media. Give us a good rating, which will help others find it on your podcast app. And I will see you next time.